The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. It is a fabulous. Yeah, I figured you were going to hold up on that fabulous fight song Friday. There you go. Go, Dallas Cowboys. Well, you know what we need to do? One, two, six, we need two, to bring six, in our pom poms. <laughs> All I think of one, two, six, two, six, we auto drive. This could be. What's that again? That's my mom's address. That, that, that's what that's Oh, that's is. what you. That's what the song. Boy, you just took all the sentimentality out of the song. You went there with me. That, that reminds me. But that's me. what it does. I, you know, waking up on Sunday morning, uh-huh. ready to watch the Cowboys. And you'd sing it? I know I knew it. Oh, you I knew sing it. it. That's right. Yeah, I knew it. Sure you, knew the, you knew the tune. Of course. You knew the words, too? Oh, of course I did. <laughs> Come on, man. Didn't you? Go, Cowboys, Didn't go. You? That's all you knew? <laughs> did, did you That's have a, all you knew? a loudspeaker outside and just wake up the neighborhood with the song? It's cowboy time. All right, Let's take go, me. Uh, was that in Hamilton Park? Hamilton Park. Okay. So what was a typical Cowboys Sunday like in Hamilton Park? Well, first you had to get them to go to church. Uh, uh, you got a noon game. Yeah, noon game, you got to go to church. Okay. Yeah, and you hope the preacher's fast. <laughs> church you hope was, he's fast. Church was close? Yes, I could walk to it. Okay. Yeah, it was like all right. so six, you, six uh, houses down. All right, so you get home by noon. No, you wouldn't. Okay. You, you're around twelve thirty, man. It's a Baptist preacher, man. <laughs> Come you, on, you couldn't duck out. Yeah, I could, but I had my mom was there. She was the announcer. My dad was a deacon, and oh, everybody okay. in the neighborhood knows you. So if you sneak out, yeah. Miss Jefferson, she would come grab you by your ear and bring you back in. <laughs> so come on, man. You, you, you had to stay. Okay, so so you get home by the second quarter, uh, probably around yeah. Okay, yeah. and then yeah. what happened? You, I'm down. I'm sitting down. I'm not going anywhere. See, in our neighborhood, <laughs> we get by the time halftime hit, uh-huh. we had the front yard where all the neighborhood kids would come, and by halftime of the Cowboy game on Sunday, we're playing football in the front yard. Yeah, you, well, know? we don't go to the front yard. We walk up to the school and, and just okay. yeah, we, right. we, we yeah had a big so, field up there, big there, field. There you go. Yeah. All right. So in tackle football, right? Of course. And of course. And it sometimes was we football. wouldn't even go to the to the field. We just do it right there in the street. <laughs> <laughs> Tackle football, Tackle in, football the in the Hamilton street. Park. That's there, right, that's baby. Right. That's real. Yep. That is real. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. See, our church wasn't close, so we would want to sneak out after communion. Yeah. Like, that church is over now. Mm-hmm. We don't need the end part, right? <laughs> yeah. And that didn't work so well because we, you know, you never could. We weren't driving, so. You never and you were getting home to a Bears game anyway, so who yeah, cares? Yeah, that's right. No, <laughs> I was getting home to a Packers game. Oh, Packers okay. game, that's yeah. right. Or if it wasn't the bear, if the Bears game were on, then I got the Packers. I pick up a radio station in Milwaukee, okay, and have both going at the same time. And I think that's radio. My mother's Woo. figured something's wrong with this kid. Okay, <laughs> did you have a Cowboys antenna? 
No. We had a cowboy antenna. Did you? Yeah, my dad had a cowboy antenna on top of our house, and it was held up by guide wires that were hooked to the fence. <laughs> and we had a, we had, it wasn't really a tornado, but it was a twister that came through one oh, year, Lord. and it blew our fence. And so our cowboy antenna was all over Irving. And so we would have, we would have people coming back like weeks later saying, I think this is part of, your, of your part of your cowboy antenna. So you didn't, you didn't drive the Tyler to be able to get far enough away and rent a hotel room? What? A hotel room what to you watch the about? game? No, no. Where does that come from? Because you couldn't, because you, the reason you had a cowboy antenna was the game was blacked out. The home game was blacked out. Mm-hmm. And so you had a cowboy antenna to pick up the Tyler station or a Sherman station or something like maybe, that. Maybe that's why we went to play football so much. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah maybe that's yeah. why. Couldn't watch. Yeah. yeah. I've had many people tell me that when they grew up, their parents would, and, they would drive to Tyler to watch the game. And, well, and then the, sometimes uh, the reception was snowy on that cowboy antenna, you know, and so I'd be listening on the radio and trying to watch it. And to this day, the 5 nothing playoff win over the Detroit, Detroit Lions. Lions. Okay. That's right. To this day, I remember Vern Lundquist's call on that on the radio saying, after Mel Renfro intercepted the pass to seal the victory to, to beat the Lions 5 nothing, right. Vern right. Lundquist said, yeah. Yeah. Listen to this loud house crowd roar. <laughs> and so that was one of my memories. 72. That's 1970, I think. No. What was it? I think it was the 1970 season. 1970, okay. Yeah. 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 So, <clears throat> anyway. Stuff. So, yep. you know, he, he can't relate. And that was back in the no, fight song No, I can't. Days. No, yep. you can't. <laughs> Didn't know who the Cowboys were, you know. <laughs> Packers and Bears and Lions. And... Oh, the, you, the Packers okay. knew who the Cowboys were. Okay, I've got to even try. I've got uh, – <laughs> we're, we're going to jump into Cowboys. i got one more story to tell, okay. Uh, you're talking about – Families going to Tyler and listening or watching a Cowboys game, whatever, which is a great idea back then. Okay, this is embarrassing, but I'm going to tell it anyway. My family, of course, they're all OU fans. Okay, when Barry Switzer got the job as the head coach of the of OU, mm-hmm. okay, 1973, of course, OU was on probation, and so the games weren't televised. And they played USC uh, late on a sa- on a Saturday night at the Coliseum in LA. Okay. And we, as a family, drove. No, you did not. <laughs> And drove to Duran, Oklahoma, <laughs> and sat in the parking lot because at, at night game you can't pick up the radio station. And the day you game, would think it'd be it'd be, think, you'd think it'd be it'd yeah, be the opposite. It. But yeah. whatever station carried it, the signal went down at nightfall, whatever. So we drove to Duran, Oklahoma, and sat in the parking Why lot. Durant? Because that was the closest town that okay. you could get a radio station, okay. signal, whatever. Uh, I and we sat, we sat as a family <laughs> in the parking lot of a Gibson's <laughs> store listening to the OU-USC game in 1973. Station a, a wagon, 7-7 right? time. Station wagon. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. How many how many people? Actually, family? that was that was after the station. Well, we actually had a Cadillac at one point. Oh, yeah. well, well. he's telling on himself now. Hey. See, they could afford to go to Durant, Oklahoma, and watch the game. They had all that gas. It was money. an old Cadillac. <laughs> okay. That was 1973. It was a, a 1966 Cadillac. I mean, this brings it right back to the Cowboys. That was once owned by Clint Murkison. Wow. 
And he had taken all, I guess he had cataracts or something. He had taken all the chrome off the Cadillac. And so it was a very unique uh, vehicle. He took the and chrome it, it, off the Cadillac. So that with the glare, when the sun wow. hit, it would not, you know, blinding, wow. whatever. So anyway. Well, we had a fancy Chevy Bel Air. That's what we had. For like 15 years, yeah. I think, until the. Uh-huh. Thing just fell apart. Same here, Spags. We, it, we would come driving up Shorter Road in Hamilton Park. <laughs> I don't, sometimes I didn't think we'd make it. It just made it was da, 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 you know when it makes that sound going up the hill. That's bad. I was just telling somebody the story about when it snowed. My dad could walk to work, and he didn't have to get there until nine o'clock. So when we had to, he get actually to, walked to, to work junior, in the snow. Junior, junior high, <laughs> both ways. Everybody knew when it. <laughs> Everybody knew when it snowed that come over to our house, shovel the driveway, and you get a free ride to, nice. to school, right? Nice. So we would pile in that car, and the horn didn't work. So if somebody got in the way, you know those stupid those stupid uh, horns you put on your bicycle? Yeah, 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 yeah. My dad would stick it out to the window. <laughs> and I'd be so embarrassed. Everybody else is laughing. I'm just like, oh, damn. It does sound, it seems, I'm sure he's a grown, you know, grown-looking man. And he's yeah, squeezing, squeezing this thing. Yeah, that is, yeah. You know what kind of horn we had on ours? It was, the horn played Boomer Sooner. Oh, my uh, goodness. <laughs> Where are you from? <laughs> Not really. I'm joking. <laughs> I was going to say. I'm joking. <laughs> All right. We got serious yeah, things man, to talk come about on, here. Man. All right. And uh, are they going to play any games this weekend in the NFL? Mm-hmm. Boy, I, the last thing I read that there was some discussion going on about the Saturday games to see if they were going to postpone them to try to get these teams and enough guys to play. Um, you know, and the Giants – you know, we were talking about how many guys they had were going to be missing, and then I didn't realize um, they had a couple more. I think yesterday, J.R. Reed after and our show, of course, Natrell, uh, Natrell Jameson. Uh huh. But they also had two guys quarantined in Arizona when they had mm-hmm. gone out on the West Coast to practice. They, they play whatever their last two games were. They played on they the played road at the Dolphins, I think. and then they went and, straight. They went and. In practiced in Arizona right. before playing at the Chargers. And those two guys got left behind in quarantine. Wes, uh, offensive guard. Martin. Uh, yeah, Wes Martin and their quarterback coach, Shuplinski. They got left behind. Didn't let them back on the Chargers. I don't understand that. Hey, Mick. Yes. Jay Glazer's reporting that the Cleveland Browns-Vegas Raiders game is moved to Monday at 4 p.m. Uh, uh, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So there you go. Two okay. Monday, Two Monday yeah, night we, games. We hope. We hope. Yeah, you hope. I wonder if there's another one they were going to move. But, yeah. That's the only yep. one I see at this time. Okay. Just 10 minutes Very ago, good. Jay Glazer tweeted, Raiders players were just told their game has been moved to Monday, 4 o'clock Central time. So, so now they, they can leave the airport. Because <laughs> they, they were supposed to play. That was a Saturday game. Yeah, Raiders Browns. They were at the airport waiting to see if they should catch the flight. Is that what uh, Chris was saying earlier? That's so, why they had to go ahead I and make the decision. Twitter. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they so had decisions made. Decision. Now they can go home. All right. And he, uh, prior to that, Glazer uh, reported on Twitter that um, 
he had said that Raiders players don't want to move to Monday. Well, they 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 didn't win that, so they're they're moving to Monday. And Eagles and Seahawks don't want to push to Tuesday, but that's where it's headed. Whole whole lot of side pushes going back and forth. He said, so. That you know these postponements, they've they don't have a lot of days to work with, but they can push it back a few days, and still manage to get the complete season in. They they so so they play Monday. If they get it in Monday, then they can come back and play on Sunday. Obviously. So it's like the locker rooms are like an incubator for this thing. It seems like. It seems like the entire facility. Yeah. Yeah. It's this is crazy. I don't know what to. I mean, if we start postponing too much, oh, my goodness. I mean, just think about the people that made these plans. They've been having these plans for months and months, and now one day off. You know, I was getting ready since, and I'm sure it's going to get even tighter on the charter, how many people are allowed. And I was thinking, ah, I'm going to go. That Philadelphia game could mean something, right? I'm just going to book a flight and mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know about that now. <laughs> You never know oh, when they're going to play the game, right? They said the Seahawks and against the Rams are also being considered, by the way. Okay. Um, For postponement, that is. Today, remember that old movie, sci-fi movie, The Day the Earth Stood Still? <laughs> yeah, that was that was, that was uh, when the, the Pelicans played, right? So When the NBA shut everything down, that's when everybody knew that it was real. That was the last time we had something like that. So the Washington, Washington, as of last night, had 21 players in COVID protocol. 20, we, we just 21. left there. And, we just and, left there. And they uh, added uh, – both quarterbacks both are now in. Right. And so they signed Garrett Gilbert off of the Patriots practice squad. You don't even know and the they also – Well, as Mike McCarthy – we taped the Mike McCarthy show this morning, and as Mike mentioned – um, the one thing about – well, he, obviously he has a lot of respect for Garrett Gilbert. He mm-hmm. said Garrett is one quarterback who could handle it. The other part of it is he was with them in Carolina. Okay. And so he has some He's a little familiar with the, the, with the, with the offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they also signed uh, Kyle Shermer to the practice squad. Oh no! They signed. They can sign. He was yeah, already from the practice. He was squad. already. So on. he would be more likely. He would be the one who right. would start against Philadelphia. And they signed Jordan Tamu to the practice squad. Okay, another quarterback. Yeah, yeah. All right. So they, it's like two more quarterbacks coming. So they've in. got three there now. They've got Shermer, Gilbert, and Tamu. Yeah. Okay. With both quarterbacks out now, Heineke and. But when you got 21, Kyle, 20, yeah. 21 yeah, how do you play? Yeah. Cleveland had to do the same thing. They signed Kyle Aletta off of Jacksonville's practice squad. And, and, Clint, and they also signed Nick Mullins. Oh, Nick, I think Nick Mullins was already there. Oh, okay. So he's going to be the starter. And yeah, they signed him yeah. to the 53. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> this is crazy. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's good news for the Cowboys. As of right now, it looks like there are no <laughs> yeah, no people. Let's wait till after the show. I'm sure after the show, Cedric Wilson, Wilson is, is, uh, was cleared, so he's off reserve COVID. Wow, they didn't have anybody else. So we're going to be totally in the other direction. It's amazing you can play the game and not. 
catch it. It's amazing you can play the against a team, team that has like 20-something players. Well, and Positive and, and don't catch it. And that's what they've said all along in this. Doctors have said going into last football season. Remember there was the huge debate right. uh, going into the college football season last year. If you it know, was safe to be and, playing. And um, the doctors – most doctors that I had listened to back then, they said, you're fine on the football field. The problem, like for colleges, is the locker room. Or the dorms or, you know, if they're uh, places were Definitely closed. Definitely the down. locker room. Yeah. yeah. So, Definitely the locker room. So that was the biggest Guys issue. Guys in there taking showers. Yeah, and you're, in, or you're just, and you're in confined areas. Yeah, confined. Well, it, it, it's Everyone's even, talking at once. Well, you think about it from this standpoint, the CDC, as far as schools are concerned, the CDC regulations on it throughout last school year were you were considered a close contact if someone had a positive test if you were in a classroom within six feet of a fellow student uh, for at least 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's not like passing in the hallway. It's more when you are in a meeting, and that's what the NFL sustained. is dealing with right yeah, now, sustained. where it's over a, a sustained period of time that you are around someone. And, and that's why I think last a, year the yoke, the yoke, the joke was, and I think I wrote this maybe one time, that the Cowboy defenders had n- no jeopardy of catching this because they were never, never close. six feet to the, anybody <laughs> with the football. Not this year. Yes, sir. Nah. We are different. So I got a question for you, Mick. So, and Bill, actually. So they're thinking about moving the Washington football team and Philly to Tuesday. The next, Washington's next opponent is us. Right. Would they would they consider moving that game to a Monday? No. No. They're going to have to play on a short week. Because that's what They're Baldwin. on the road. You know, so that the good. I mean, I know it's a short. I know it's that's close, what Baltimore did. Yeah, Baltimore had just to like play. last year with yeah with Baltimore, where they shifted them around, and as soon as they can, they have. Well, I guess the norm. We got is, moved to Tuesday night against Baltimore, did we? Not? That, yep, yeah, that's right. And uh, and then we turned around and played on Sunday, right? Yeah. And so, I mean, I, I think that they would go off the same schedule as what you see on a Sunday-Thursday game. You know, it's been proven that teams can play with three days in between, and uh, that's probably the least – I'm obvious, clearly that would be the least amount of time that you and would have. And if I remember games. correctly last year, when they moved that game to Tuesday, the Cowboys had to play Sunday and Baltimore had a bye. So the Cowboys got punished for what – Baltimore did mm-hmm. well. The whole league is getting punished, really. <laughs> yeah. So that's and that's the way they're going to look at it. No matter what individual team has to go through what. And that's but the, one of the games Cowboys won last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The game they had to play a short week. They beat, they beat Cincinnati at right. Cincinnati. Yeah. Right. yeah. They didn't have their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, the the most significant thing though that came out of the memo that was sent to the league teams yesterday is the return to play right. protocols right which uh, give a vaccinated player uh, the ability to come back and that's probably why Cedric Wilson is able to come back uh, as soon as he has from it um, a vaccinated player can test positive asymptomatic test positive on one day and as long as he tests negative the next day he can return to work right okay. So as opposed to the previous protocols was that you had to have two negative tests over uh, a 24-hour time period. So the Giants' roll call for COVID reserve, Kadarius Toney, Aaron Robinson, 
Adoree Jackson, Cam Brown, John Ross, Oshan Zimenez, uh, J.R. Reed, Natrell Jameson, and Wes Martin, along with the assistant coach. And so Xavier McKinney is not listed on that. He was he was out of practice because he was a close close contact contact unvaccinated. Oh, okay. Close contact unvaccinated. So is he? So he's in jeopardy of not getting back in time. And we have breaking news from Jason Lockenfora that uh, Chris Beam has just passed along to me. The Eagles and Washington football team moved to 7 p.m. on Tuesday. This is crazy. So six, I, that would be 6 o'clock Dallas time on Tuesday. Well, at least we're getting all this information while we're on the air. Yeah, that's which, true. That's which, uh, where are they at? The game's at? At Philly. Philly. At Philly. Okay. So Washington's got to travel, go home, and then travel. Well, they could take the train to Philadelphia. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, a train full of cold. And there's only there's how many players <laughs> on a roster? <laughs> well, you got to <laughs> He's got 50, 53. 53 minus 21. They only have 32 players traveling anyway, so I'm I'm joking. So <laughs> they could get on practice. the Lear. They could get on the owners' But Lear. you know what? You get call-ups for COVID. Yep, that's right. <laughs> the whole practice squad's uh-huh. coming up. Everybody's going to make some money. Uh-huh. And you, um, the difference between making like six, seven thousand to twenty. How many can you sign off other teams' practice squads? Now, the, but the rules on the practice squad: if you sign someone off of another team's practice squad, you got to keep them for three weeks. Right. So you would have a yeah inability to yeah no, you acquire can, players that way. You can bring your own up, but uh, not not somebody else's. <laughs> and that's why they expanded the practice squad to begin with when COVID hit last year. Right, they have exactly. sixteen on the practice squad. All right, so we're just getting started on a COVID nineteen edition of uh, Mix Shots, and we shall return with the news of the day that's not COVID related when we come back. <laughs> hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch? party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. 
It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back, back, to mixed shots. Cowboys Nation, believe it or not, it's the holiday season. Spend your holiday with the star and grab gifts like new player jerseys, tees and hats, plus exclusive collections, all with great deals. The Pro Shop has more Cowboys gear than anyone in the game. Visit your local Dallas Cowboys Pro Shop or online at shop.dallascowboys.com, a fanatics experience. All right. Is there other news that you have for us, Mickey? Well, since we need to know what the Cowboys' procedure was today, uh, they had their team meeting virtually. Uh, Mike McCarthy <laughs> said that the team would show up at 11 o'clock. Uh, they would go through what they normally do on Friday, their mock game. So it's a walkthrough, and then the players would return home. Uh, and they would finish the meetings uh, virtually once again. Uh, as for an injury update, and I think we talked a little bit about it yesterday, um, they listed uh, after the show was over, but I told you he was going to do something. Tony Pollard was limited. Mm -hmm. um, Mike McCarthy said that he was able to take all the assigned reps that he had coming up and seemed to get through it, but he wouldn't know for sure until he saw him at 11 o'clock. Mm. And we were talking to him at 1030. Oh, of course. Um, who else? Demarcus Lawrence, uh, limited. They, they, he said he tweaked his foot in practice, so he didn't finish the whole thing, but it was more uh, precautionary. Obviously, Tyron Smith is out uh, for the game. We knew that. And fully practicing Ezekiel Elliott. Kelvin Joseph had an illness, not COVID-related. You can still get sick with something else in this country. <laughs> uh, so he didn't practice, but they expected him back. Sean McEwen, the tight end, missed last week with a neck injury, is back. Uh, and I think from an injury standpoint, that probably does it. So Joseph has a... A new CD out. A new CD out, yeah. <laughs> that guy's always got something, doesn't he? I, I told you when he came out, look forward to more hits. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and evidently, they got to stay in this virtual mo uh, mode, mood, uh, mood too, right? Mm -hmm. Through the weekend, and then Monday, they'll see what's uh, coming up next. So, um, and then when they go on the road, they're in full COVID protocol at the hotel. Uh, no visitors, no going out to dinner. Um, Got to stay uh, in the hotel. So, uh, and then includes the travel party also. Everybody mm -hmm. else in the tier one, tier two on the charter flight. Got to stay at the hotel. The other thing, uh, as it relates to the new protocols that the NFL has uh, notified teams about, is they also have a more precise way of tracking 
the uh, viral load in players that is enabling them to get players back quicker. Quicker. Uh, according to their medical advice, and it's too complicated for me to <laughs> to say exactly. Understand or relate. But um, there's a certain level, uh, 35 or higher, that you have to reach on the test where it's deemed that you aren't contagious anymore. And so, uh, and this is something that the league. Uh, the, the league is quick to say that they are not relaxing their rules. They are just able to be more precise in their gauge of where the where the players are who test positive. That's what you call a pivot. Mm-hmm. A pivot, yeah. <laughs> yeah. which is what they they plan. That's why they made the when they made the rules uh, to begin with. They said that we we reserve the right to pivot. There you go. So that's what they've done. And then the his other concern going up to uh, the Meadowlands. Uh, was the wind. They're supposed to, it's supposed to be a pretty windy day, 20 miles an hour, gusting more than that. And they he should would, be outside he was talking. He was talking about that his number one, he thinks the number one weather uh, event that affects the game is the wind. He said you can deal with the rain, you can kind of deal with snow, mm-hmm. but when you get the wind, especially at Giant Stadium, as Everson knows, when they used to open up that door <laughs> open at it the up, end, baby. let that it's wind like a drawbridge. In. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and you know what? Uh, since I mentioned uh, the Meadowlands and the Giants, uh, I was working on my column uh, for today on uh, Micah Parsons. Uh, comparing his rookie year to Lawrence Taylor's rookie year. I guess I didn't realize that Lawrence Taylor's rookie year was Everson Wall's rookie year. Yes. You didn't know that? Well, I, I Come did, on, man. I, I didn't realize that was his Before you his continue, 1981 was considered the best defensive class in the history of the draft. Kenny Easley, he was and one of the best players wasn't drafted. That's right. <laughs> Two of them, Michael Downs and Everson. There you Walls. go. That's so right. I think South Oak Cliffs, Michael yeah, Downs. So right. I wrote this down somewhere, and I I, I don't think I have it with me because it was something else I was working on. But uh, so Lawrence Taylor was second, I think, uh, to agree? George Wad- Rogers, the running back okay. from South, South Carolina. Carolina. Right. Kenny Easley was like fourth, I think, somewhere Hugh Green. in there. Hugh, Up for the Heisman. Yeah, Hugh Green was mm-hmm. in that draft, and there was another defensive player. Ronnie Lott. Ronnie Lott was mm-hmm. eighth. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Mike Singletary lasted till the second round because he wasn't big enough. Mm-hmm. And Howie Long was in the third round. So That's I, right. Heck I of a remember class. that stuff. Heck of a yeah. class. Yeah. Yeah. I and, think he, and he gets the MVP, right, in 1981, defensive MVP? Defensive MVP, mm-hmm. rookie of the year. Um, and and then – and I didn't realize this also. In 86, when he was the NFL's uh, most valuable player, he was only the second and still is only the second defensive player to win that award, the first 1971 Allen Page. Allen Page. How about that? Wow. That's good stuff. Good stuff there. So Usually my little bit, bit of Usually research Bill comes up with that now. stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> So did you, uh, when you gave your report about the Giants, uh, did you have their injury report from today? Uh, I do. Okay. So, no, oh, no, not today. It I got today. from yesterday because they, they did update it, and I, I, I ran out of time. Okay. I've got today's, 
and uh, out are uh, we already knew Adoree Jackson was out. And right. Aaron Robinson, another cornerback, is has been ruled out. Uh, he's on COVID also. Um, Stephen Parker, uh, Reggie Raglan, they were two defensive players that didn't practice yesterday. The here's what they've got listed. Okay, questionable are defensive lineman Austin Johnson with a foot, mm-hmm. and he's he plays regularly. Wide receiver Sterling Shepard calf, and this is significant. Defensive lineman Leonard Williams, who has a triceps injury, they had fear he got hurt last week. Right, they had feared that he might be lost for the season. He's listed as questionable for the game Sunday. So there's and sandbagging. He's a, well, he's a guy. He's a guy that doesn't <laughs> sandbagging. Miss very many games. I haven't heard that in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, those are that's the latest as far as significant players. I saw a quote in the the Bergen record. Uh, one of their defensive coaches. I, I don't. I don't think it was the court. It might have been the defensive back, the secondary coach. Mm-hmm. They said, "Well, who's going to be playing? You know, in the secondary." And he goes, "It will be somebody with a blue helmet on." <laughs> that was his answer. Thanks. So, and, and you know, Mike was asked that question: Is it hard to prepare for a team when you don't know exactly the personnel you're you're playing against? And uh, you know, he says we're we've got guys looking for information, the updates, kind of, kind of counting on you guys to figure that out for us. You know? I, it can't be anything significant. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that they're that sorry, but I mean, well, they get just, their injury report today. Yeah. Right? I mean, you, you you just go out there and play. You know, right, you right. can't be worried about all of this. What kind of you plays worry about they like? Yourself. You worry about yourself. If you're going to study anybody, you study the other coaches. You know, and tendencies. he was talking about December football and how it was important. Uh, to um, technique and execution. That's what that's what we've been saying. Because everybody gets to this point in the season, and you're backing off on practice, especially this year, right? The last two years, uh, and with all the rules. Um, so yeah, the execution becomes uh, vitally important to you know get themselves out of this little bit of a. A downturn in in the offense, and and then just don't make mistakes in the red zone. And that's where you start right there. Don't right? make mistakes. Period. Right. You know, try and you, if you start going with turnovers, you just can't give them any type of spark. And a, and a, and and basically in this day and age, a sack it ends up center seven or ten yards, right? Or a drop pass, it's like a turnover because you're you're killing that position. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, it's so hard to come back. You know, you get into third and 15, and they don't have that play on that call sheet. Well, probably. we're blessed that we have a defense. Right. If it can remain consistent, now we have everyone back. And I hope that's – I hope by having everyone back and the timing of it all with the Washington uh, performance that we had, I'm hoping that is a sign that this is, the, is going to be our M.O., for the rest of the year, and we're going to be consistent with that because we have all our players back. We don't have to fill in for anyone, and those that do come back, this is going to make us stronger. Did you see the uh, Chiefs-Chargers game last night? I was just going to bring that up. I Go was ahead. going to, too. Yeah. I, I, I love the interview Travis Kelsey did with Michael Irvin after the game. I missed that. And uh, he was talking about uh, fans or media or whoever dissing 1-5 Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. saying that he was in a slump. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he's basically saying, I think he's out of this slump, quote-unquote slump, mm-hmm. whatever. And uh, But 
It, it, you know, Kansas City went through a lull in their season offensively. They're back getting on a roll again. They had some and, lulls in that game. Yeah, you I know mean, what? If you see, if you look yeah. at that game, you had some moments there that you had to scratch your head with with with, with Mahomes himself. What kind of throw was that? Yeah. You know what? I mean, not just one throw. I saw about four throws. That I go, okay, that looks very Dak like. You know what I'm saying? Not that this he's typical of being inconsistent, but where it comes out of nowhere, you know, you know he's better than that. And and Mahomes did that about four times. How about night. the one how about the one that it he, he tried to throw it so quick it wasn't on the goal his, line. It wasn't on the goal in line. his hand, yeah. right? And, and his just, feet his feet well, were well, all was that a was it was what? a fourth down. Was it a pass? Yes, yes it, was. it was a pass. Or a fumble. No, no, no. It, he it, it, it was. He, had he it did in his not. Hand. Did he lose control of it? No, no, no. He lost control of it. No, Troy made a big deal not, about him not having the, the hands on his the laces. On the laces. They weren't on okay. the laces. Right. It was on the end of the football. Right. He it, had it. No, he no, had he had it. Was someone hit me? He had it stopped. Next time. So was it completed? Heck no. No, it went five yards. And Forward. Was, was it recovered? Forward. No one hit him. No one hit him. You can you can fumble without being hit. Uh, that was no fumble. He had the ball in his hand. He had it in his hand. He's no losing comparison. it. He's no, lo- no, no, no. no. He just grabbed it ugly. He didn't that's have all. a grip <laughs> on he, it. He didn't have the proper grip. That's, that's right. right. It wasn't no that he grip. had no grip. He didn't have and the proper grip. And we're going to break right now. Damn right. Forget Bill. We don't need Bill to go to break. Get us out of here. All right. Back with our picks to We don't need Bill for that. We're already gone. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like, where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. Back, 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 back. To Mick Shots. 
Dak Prescott is the Cowboys' nominee for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award presented by Nationwide, recognizing NFL players for outstanding community service activities off the field and excellence on the field. Help Dak earn $25,000 donation to his Faith Fight Finish Foundation by voting on Twitter. Tweet hashtag WPMOY challenge followed by Prescott through January 17th. Vote Dak. Vote. All right, we got more breaking news from around the league. Seahawks Rams. Did we mention this one yet? Seahawks Rams switch to Tuesday at 6 o'clock Dallas time. Her sources. Boy, are these networks going to have enough broadcast crews. So, <laughs> all right, so which game is four o'clock Tuesday? Was it the uh, Washington Philadelphia? Yeah. Okay, yes. Washington Philadelphia is four o'clock Tuesday. Seahawks Rams at six o'clock Tuesday. Six o'clock Central or their time? Central time. God, I've been wanting something to do on a Tuesday too. Yeah, man. this is great. Plus, there's no yeah. more, plus <laughs> right. the the voice is over, so can't That's even watch right. that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm loving this. Because if there's bowl games going on, those are really bad bowl games they that really are played are. this time of the year. So, yeah. Hey, wait. What's that? Oh, but when Missouri starts, Missouri starts. Missouri's playing Wednesday. Who are they playing? Army. Oh, in how's your run defense? Uh, that terrible, option. terrible. Uh, oh, they'll, they'll, they'll get you could have a good run defense and still not know what the heck you're doing okay. against an option. Uh-huh. If you don't have That's them right. in the right place. It's in so they, Worth, Nick. Yes, it is. Uh, Brad Sham and I, yes. Oh, what, you doing the game? No, we're going, going. to oh. the game. He didn't say <laughs> so what about, doing it. What about Mick <laughs> shots? What's that? It <laughs> was what? What's what about Mick what? It's a night game. Oh, it's a night game. Okay. All right. Mick shots will get done on Tuesday. Uh, Mick what? <laughs> All right. Uh, it's kind of time for our picks, I think. Yeah, we got five minutes left here. Oh, cool. Time flies. It We're really talking does. about cowboy antennas and mm. stuff. Um, all right, so Everson, you're on the clock. All right, I'm on the clock. Pick the click. Of course, I have Cowboys winning. I think we're going to win big. Uh, God, every time I say this, we have a problem. But I'm going to trust them this time, especially with our defense. I'm not depending on my offense. I'm looking at 31 to 10. Oh, that's close. 31 that's close to 10. Close to what, close to what he was going to say. Yeah, I got it. I, I'm with this bad. And considering the defense is going to be balling, and this guy, He's been just very consistent all year long, along with Parsons. Javon Curse. I'm looking at him to have 10-plus tackles this game. And that's not out of the ordinary for him. Big nickel. But uh, one forced fumble. No interception. Javon Curse with a forced fumble. fumble. That's correct. Okay. All right. So I had already written down somewhere just to prove it to you guys, but I don't know where I did it. Uh, 34. Oh, here it is. I changed my mind because I had 34-17, and after I did my fan update, I decided 34-10, Cowboys. Mm. And I was torn between CeeDee Lamb because I don't think they're going to have enough defensive (laughs) backs to cover the slot. They never have. And then I was thinking, but wouldn't this be cool with all this talk about LT and Parsons that Parsons goes up there and balls out? That would be great. With uh, the name of Lawrence Taylor up in the Ring of Honor looking down on him. So I think I'm going to go with Parsons, who said 
you think you might be able to uh, maybe meet, meet Lawrence him, yes. Taylor at the yeah. game? And he said, I'd take a picture. All right. So I'm going with Micah Parsons. Okay. Uh, Mike Glennon starting at quarterback for the Giants mm-hmm. in this game. His um, career record as a starter is six wins and 23 losses. And still in the league. So you're still going with the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> Everson, what teams did you play for in the National Football League? Uh, in this order, Dallas Cowboys, New York Giants, and Cleveland Browns. All right. Uh, it's the Cowboys are playing the New York Giants. And how many interceptions does Trayvon Diggs have currently? He has nine picks, one behind Mel Renfro. And then two behind who? Everson Walls. In this game on Sunday, Trayvon Diggs <laughs> gets two picks. But to, my name is not in the Raptors to, anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to equal Everson Walls, the former Cowboy and former Giants, 11 picks in a season. They will all remember me at, at one moment. I like that. Okay. Like that. So, so how about – how I how I was able to weave this into my column that, that'll go up here in a couple hours, pointing out that what Micah Parsons uh, is doing has brought up what Lawrence Taylor did, and we were reminded of how good he was, and I said sort of like what Trayvon Diggs is bringing up Everson Walls' name for the Hall of Fame voters. Well, when you think about it, it's it's the the span of years, right? If something is is if it lasts that long, it must have been pretty damn good, you know, for him for Lawrence Taylor to do something like he did back then, and we really forgot about it. Yeah, we knew he was great, but to get Rookie of the Year and Defensive Player of the Year, so his rookie year was 40 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Both guys, their birthdays, Lawrence Taylor's 40 years older than Micah Parsons. Lawrence Taylor's May 26th? Not the same day. Oh. The same year. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Same year. Oh, okay. 40 years. <laughs> Boy, you were going to go off, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> How do I know that Micah Parsons' birthday is May 26th? But I can tell you that Lawrence Taylor's birthday is April 28th. How about that? How do you know that? I looked it up. You know how I know Michael Parsons is May 26th? That's yours? That's mine. <laughs> oh, for real? Nice, nice. Hey, you got to oh. give me a score. I know I do. Yes. Mickey didn't care. He jumped in on yeah, it. He jumped in on it. Jumped well, it took so long to get yeah. to it. <laughs> he's, a, he's a wordsmith as So well. what was your number? 31 to no, 10. No, what was your number? Oh, sorry. Which, which team? Which team? Okay, for the Cowboys, I know it's 24. 24. 28. Yeah. What 28 was it? with the Giants and Browns. 28 with the Giants and Browns. Okay, so uh, final score, I was going to say 24 to 7, but mm-hmm. I'm going to go 28 to 7. The Cowboys 28 win. 28 Because seven. Trayvon's number 7 in Everson. That's cool. 20. That's very good. No, no, I'm going to change it. You changed it? What's 24 plus 28? That's what I thought he was <laughs> going to say. 52. 52 to 7. 52 to 7 is the Come final on, score. Man. Connor, Connor Williams, Trayvon Diggs. There you go. 52 yeah. to 7. 52 to 7. And Connor Williams will start at. <clears throat> Fullback or left guard? I put my money on left guard. And I put my money on what you've seen in Connor practice, right? McGovern starting fullback. at fullback. Starting at fullback. Well, so first play? He, no, I didn't say that. I yeah, just, you did. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, you did. <laughs> well, I meant he'll, he'll, his start his will be. His first start will be. His exactly. first time yeah. he comes into the game yeah. will be at fullback. He's starting off mm-hmm. at fullback, yes. Okay. All right. All right. Got all the information. Document it right here, guys. So okay. jumbo package. 
There you go. Might need some more blockers out there, right? Mm-hmm. Let's go. Get that Yeah, but more going. blockers that can block. Yeah. We don't need just more blockers. They need to know how to block. No more yeah. big guys, right? And then Terrence Steele needs to step up. And uh, you are going to the game? I am not. You're not going. You don't it. get the furry medium Pepsi that the Giants fan appreciation Yes, day. yes. And all fans get a free medium Medium. Pepsi. Why medium. So, why yeah. were they so clear about medium? I don't get it. Unless what's, large is really what's large. What's wrong with large? You, you know, who goes medium? <laughs> that is, well, that's why they got all those medium cups because nobody gets a medium. Somebody or, I, I got to get rid of these medium getting, that's cups. That's inventory problem that's that they right. have. Right. Or back in the day, they would have just given you a free can, right? Oh, but now man. we can't trust people with a can in their hands. Especially oh, in New goodness. York. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, so that uh, would – and will the Cowboys benches be there? Mike, did, did, Mike, Mike. Are the benches reserve, moving from reserve the right. Washington? No, I don't think the Giants pull tricks like that. That only happens in Washington. Okay. What they do? What they do? Superstition, maybe? They couldn't. They had no way to sit. No. Uh, well, you know, last week the Cowboys the week, had their own benches. The week before, they brought their own. Yeah. Seattle, <laughs> the benches didn't warm. Right. Didn't work, and so they warned the Cowboys that you know you might think about this. So they found that cold. They found found some company in Ohio, and they put the logos all over the bench. McCarthy didn't know about it, right? right? And somebody somebody said, here, look. And he goes, oh, how did I miss that? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's concentrating. Right? I like that. Yeah. But they were warm. Mm-hmm. And so somebody said, well, maybe Washington will bring their benches here. It's like, well, bring them. It's yeah. not that cold, is it's it? It's like 72 degrees inside. Yeah, well, it's supposed, say, to be, it's it's supposed to be cold. in the 40s, I think, on Sunday. Okay, the 40s. Where? No, no, I'm talking oh, in no. New York, oh, at, yeah. at Meadowlands. Yeah, yeah. New York. Yeah, yeah but, but Washington coming here, it's going to be No, that's what they said. Uh, Washington yes. bring their, their benches here. It's like, yeah, go ahead. Go. They won't work. They're too cheap to do it. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't even turn the hot water on for the Cowboys in the 70s oh, in the locker wow. room. Well, uh, hopefully the game will be played at noon on Sunday. And Trayvon Diggs was your pick to click? Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Two yes. picks. He's going to tie two me. Picks. Two picks. Two picks. Two picks to pass. Tie it. Tie, tie Everson, the former Cowboy and Giant, and beat every other cornerback who has ever played since 1981. How That's about that? Crazy. That is amazing. That is crazy. And did the quarterbacks get better? Longevity has its pl- has its place. That's baby. right. There That's you it. go. That's what Martin Luther King said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So and that, if he breaks it, Hamilton Park will come up. That's right. That's right. Okay, that does it for this edition of Mix Shots. We will shout at you again on Monday at 1.30. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!